Welcome to Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast. This is an actual play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Royalty free music provided by Kevin MacLeod, Plate Mail Games, and Tabletop Audio. And now, to adventure. Hello and welcome. My name is Chris Buckner. I'm the primary dungeon master for Knights of Roleplay and Adventuring Podcast. It is star date 0209.80. After a successful salvage mission in Wild Space with the crew of the Star Runner, the party has spent the last month at their home base on the Rock of Brawl, a merchant city of humanoids built on an asteroid. During that month, the brother and sister team of Strax and Janie spent a great deal of time on two projects. Got a robot. The first, to make a containment module for a small piece of crystalline rock recovered during the salvage mission, a rock which was growing all over the derelict dwarven ship they explored. The second, assembling and activating an automaton named GH-88, which is short for Golem of Healing Model 88. During that time, Arvine and Matisse trained their combat skills together. In addition, <laughs> sorry, just waiting for the sound to go by. <laughs> sorry, passing spaceship. Passing spaceship. You'd understand. We love you all. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, where was I? Oh yeah. In addition. Uh, in addition. Not uh, uh, To Arvine and Matisse uh, training their combat skills, Matisse spent much time in meditation, looking to connect with her past lives. She remembered uh, the name of a traveling companion of her rival, Balazar. This companion is a female tiefling named Kalista. So I don't know if you want to write that down, Greg. I mean, I can give it to you later, but it's, it's K-A-L-L-I-S-T-A. And that was a companion of your rival bounty hunter, Balazar. Um, early this morning, Arvine awoke having a... Um, awoke after having a dream that she knew was given to her by her god, Mayahin. A great evil is present on a distant space station, and Mayahin wants Arvine to destroy the evil. Arvine has seen the space station in her dream and knows that once she is in wild space, her instincts will indicate the direction in which she should travel. So, adventurers, how would you like to proceed? Oh. Hang on, taking notes, sir. I assume you guys are, um, you're still at the, at the Laughing Beholder? I'm, uh, at least I, and I assume Janie are still at the Laughing yeah. Beholder, so probably get up in the morning and go have a morning ale. Why not? You're my buddy, That's what they do, so right? Wherever you sure. go, I go. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what classic adventurers do. They get up in the morning and they have a morning ale. Sure, sounds good. Or sure. a morning pale. Or a morning... Uh, depending on how uh, Much rough the, the evening pale <laughs> And I'm sure you've been going back and forth to the ship, you know, during this month and mm-hmm. interacting with the crew and so on. I mean, any words from uh, our uh, illustrious captain about leads on another salvage or another adventure? He uh, he found uh, Nason, his contact. Oh, good. He was who, alive. Who okay. had basically, you know, gone into hiding because of some information that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, but now the moment has passed. And so, I mean, he's, he's always somewhat of a recluse and, and he deals in secrets, so he's always very careful and he always tries to hide himself. And, you know, um, 
he's always at a certain amount of danger. <laughs> so he's, this is so, not the first time he's almost gotten himself killed. Yeah. Is okay. his name Will? Yeah, but he has no, but he has reconnected with Captain Braun. So, um, but he doesn't have any missions from anybody at the moment. So, mm-hmm. people are still doing their downtime activities and whatnot. Most of the crew is off the ship, mm-hmm. doing various activities, just like all of you are. A month's okay. worth of expenses. I need to. All right. Um, I need to mark that off. Yes. Um, so mark off from your gold. It's it's thirty days. Yeah. Okay. I'd and you guys, I believe we're spending a gold a day. Twenty one yeah. already, but I'll mark off the remaining. Uh, and to cover you. So. Nine. You said thirty or thirty one that we should. Thirty. Thirty. Are you okay. covering me? Yep. Yeah, so, You're such a good brother. That's what um, that's what big brothers do. Oh, big brother. <laughs> Did we manage to find more healing potions and shopping during that time or not? If you want to say that you um, were going back to the lesser market over the course of that yeah, month and I, looking for them. I had talked about it wouldn't. last adventure, yeah. Um, we'll say, again, like, you know, we'll, we'll, when they get them in, they sell it very quickly. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll say that over the course of that month that you managed to get three more. Three more. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So I'll spend 50 on one. Who else wants to spend on... I think I need one. Okay. So I, you... I, I lack one as well. So how many are there? Three. Three. Three, three, three to you distribute between all of you. Um, I do not because... Okay. Then I don't need it because I have healing spells, so... So... And a robot. Okay. <laughs> you have a healing robot. <laughs> I got a robot. I mean, we should buy all three of those. So do you want to buy the third one and put sure. it in your inventory? So what are you guys doing? I how know. would you like to proceed... <sighs> I'm going to talk to Matisse when we wake up to see what we want to do based on what I dreamed about. Okay. Uh, so, Gregory, you all set? Okay. All right. So, I guess when they're when people are waking up in the morning, like everybody's in separate rooms, so like Arvine kind of turns to Matisse when she's up and functioning and says, I, "I had another dream last night, and I haven't had one in a while." What did you dream about? Um, so, I mean, she had showed me that we wanted to be on, on the ship before, which I know now we are, so that's good. But she showed me last night that um, there's a space station nearby that has some great evil really? that she'd like us to try to take care of. Uh, mm-hmm. And basically, I think that if we if we got into space, if we managed to take a ship out there, I, I'd be able to find it. My instincts would be able to guide me there. But I, I don't think it's something we can do on our own. Did but she give you a name in your vision? No. No names for the station or, or the villain or anything or, or the great evil, whatever this is. And I, I don't know how we present it to the others and to Captain Braun, because ideally that would be the ship that we would want to go out there. What, what do you think? Well, maybe there's some kind of treasure on it, maybe. Maybe. That might entice the uh, ship shippers. Maybe. I don't know. But GH needed a mini. Are you going to get Okay. We have the shield golem. If you He's large. <laughs> we could you just, just really use the one that we Strahd. were using. I, for, I, I did a good job painting Strad, but <laughs> if you don't, we have the one from. Um, uh, Warforged. So, um, anywho, uh, so what do you think? I think we should bring it up to uh, our party and see uh, what we can get them to agree to. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. So I guess is everybody probably having breakfast down in the common room? Okay. <laughs> Liquid breakfast in the common Liquid room. Breakfast nice. James <laughs> too young to be drinking. Okay. So um, <laughs> so I guess. Matisse and Arvine come down there and kind of get the breakfast and stuff, but we make sure we're kind of sitting at a table that's back in the corner away from other people. And motion for you guys to sit with us if you weren't already somewhere. <laughs> Early morning, so, place is already rocking. I'm going to go flirt right. with Luigi. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess I'll follow you over to the bar and, and kind of maybe ask him if he's heard anything about maybe maybe so i kind of bring you with me and i guess i'll see hey good morning how you doing good morning um i got kind of a weird question for you but you seem to know a lot of things oh yeah 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 Yeah. i love weird questions yeah so i've heard something about a space station that's nearby out in wild space and, and that it might have some kind of like a great evil or just something really bad on it. Have you heard anything about places like that that might be somewhere near here? No. No, no, no idea. Okay. There are all kinds of space stations. Okay. I, I have right. no idea what you're talking about, but if you come back with a good story, I'll give you a free beer. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. Alright, so I kind of... Free ale. <laughs> go over to the table again that's kind of away from people and kind of... Are you already sitting away from people or where are you at? Well, I don't exactly attract visitors. So you're, you're, so you're back in the corner anyway. So Matisse and I go over and sit down. I'm just looking over my. I'm just looking over my notes that I, for studying my notes that I took while putting together GH. So okay, I've like, hmm, got some pretty good ideas. All right, so. <laughs> motion. Uh, try to beckon Janie to come over and sit with the group. Janie dances over. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I kind of like le- lean my head down and like don't raise my voice any more than I have to and just say like, so I'm going to have to kind of ask you guys to trust me a bit with something. And I, I don't want to tell you more than I have to because it puts people in danger if I do. But oh, so you're willing um, to put us in danger? No, that's why I'm not going to tell you more Strax, than I have don't to. Don't give her a hard time. Uh, but uh, I have dreams. And those dreams are guided by an actual deity, and and they are visions, and they are things that um, could come to pass. Sometimes they're things that I could change. I would never have guessed Sometimes you for they're not things that I can change. Yeah, uh, I would never have guessed you for a shaman. It's not quite like that, but did again, I, I worry that if I tell you more about why I have those dreams, that it could endanger you guys, and I don't want that. But... Uh, <laughs> What I saw, because I had a dream last night, and I haven't had one in a while. The last one I had said that I wanted to be on the ship, and now we are. Um, she showed me. Um, she showed me uh, a, basically a space station in wild space that I should be able to find if we get out there. Uh, and she showed me that there's a great evil on this space station that needs to be stopped. And I, I don't think she would have showed it to me if she didn't think that we could take care of it. Well, But I know that that's asking a lot. You know, I don't know if there might be treasure or something that we could find, but I, you know, I'd like to go to Braun about it, but I wanted uh, to check uh, with you guys first. I, I mean, I'm not one to deny a vision from a, from a deity. 
believe me. I'm, I'm not. I'm the last person to deny that. But you know, there's a lot. Of, there are a lot of crazy people out there that think they see things that actually don't. Right. So I've seen other things that did come to pass. Us being on the ship. He's very dependable when it comes to visions. So you're you willing to yeah. vouch for her, then? Yes. Yeah. My yeah. my meeting and eventual traveling with Matisse was driven yeah. in part by my visions. So, um, I, I don't take them lightly, which is why I wanted to talk to you guys first, because I think whatever we're doing, it could be dangerous, but besides stopping something really bad, you know, I don't know what else we might find out there that's good if we go. Mm. Well, I don't really care one way or the other about stopping something bad, but I'm not going to let you two go running off by yourselves either, so. Okay. Well, I mean, the, the, the real question is, is can we convince Ron to come on, to go out there on the ship with uh, us? If we That's can't, we'll the, just take a ship. Take a ship. <laughs> I don't think we have to be I that extreme that with anything. Easy, but but <laughs> maybe we might be able to make it mutually interesting for him. Need, hey, need, makes, need makes right. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I, I'd like to go need to him and say that I've found intel. Hmm. About a space station, but I, I don't um, know if there's any way I'm going to tell him about that with admitting how I know it. Uh, yep. If you try to convince him that you have some intel, then you need to have some pretty regular stuff to tell him. I don't think he's going to go just okay. based on the I have intel without asking lots of questions. Well, yeah. it, it wouldn't be the first time I mean, he's done that. So, I mean... I, I can admit to him... But the intel he got was from someone that he's known and trusted for a very long time. Yeah, but we've also yeah. been in port for a month now with nothing. He might be he might be jonesing for a chance to get out there mm. and check something out, even if it's a long shot. Is I mean, you, you didn't happen to get, like, coordinates or anything. Or directions. Uh, like I said, if we get out there, I think that... I'll be able to know how to navigate there, but it's kind of an instinctual thing, unfortunately. I mean, it, I, I wouldn't be able to think of it in terms of coordinates, right, Chris? Mm. I... No, I mean, there are... You've gotten visions from, you know, many, you know, many times over the course of your life. And sometimes you had nothing more than what you saw. Mm. And then other times, if it was maybe like a place or a person or something nearby, you would have kind of like this instinctual pull in yeah. that direction. Okay. You know, with something like this, in this particular thing, you know there's a destination in mind. Okay. And you feel very confident that when you get out in space, you'll have this instinctual um, knowledge of which direction to go in. Okay. And again, that doesn't always happen, but you okay. don't you don't have coordinates specifically. Okay. You just have a feeling. Okay. Um, do, if, if I had like a star map or something, do I think that that instinct would allow me to kind of point in the right direction of where we needed to go, or no? no again, it's not. Okay. It's really I, I your visions are really not that specific. That might work. Hmm. One second, let me check a feature. Okay. Now, based upon what she told me, would Matisse know anything about something that she's crossed path with before? Like her? No, I mean, there's nothing about this that that means anything to Matisse. Okay. Hmm. What if we had something that would 
look like it's pointing the direction to go, but that you're actually controlling. Uh, that probably would work, but it seems a little underhanded. <laughs> It'd get the job done. I don't know what you're worried about. If you want to convince a captain that you know where you're going, you have to show him something. Are you suggesting that you could give me, like, a compass or something like that? That would show the way? Mm. If I direct it? Something that might require a little bit more manual dexterity, but not too much. Okay. Uh, basically, um, somebody can find me, like, uh, just a cheap necklace or a pendant or something like that might work. I thought my amethyst. Mm, I don't think we need to, need to mess that up. Okay. We can just go... F- um, Buy one. Yeah, we can go okay. grab one real quick. All right. And uh, give me and uh, yeah, give me a few minutes to uh, see if I can uh, work work something up with that. Okay. All right. So yeah, I guess go to the local market, uh, buy a necklace that's got a blue stone of some kind. Doesn't have to be like a precious stone or anything. That's just a glass for all I care. Yeah, like like a mineral. Sure. I mean, how much are you looking to spend? Uh, like under a couple a, copper. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I guess, it's, uh, it's, it's just under a gold. If it's a gold, it doesn't matter. We've got lots of money, so uh, you can yeah. get some kind of chintzy for like five silver. Five silver, okay. Yeah. It's um, yeah. It, it, it's just to pull off an illusion. So <laughs> I come back to the inn and provide you yeah. this just like very simple teardrop mm-hmm. bluestone pendant kind of necklace. Yeah, that should yep. do the job. I think. All right. Well. Uh, Give me a... Let's see. Oh, it's only funny when you do it? I don't know if this takes a long rest to do, but... It doesn't really matter. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> using my magical tinkering... raspberry! You don't like berries! <laughs> magical tinkering. Magical tinkering. Imbue a tiny, non-magical object with a magical property of your choice. Five-foot radius light, up to six seconds long recorded message, emits odor or nonverbal sound, static visual effect, including up to 25 words of text. Again, an effect up to a maximum of four objects. You can make a fart necklace? That's what I'm hearing. I can make a fart necklace, yes. Interesting. (laughs) I want one of those. But that's not what I'm going to do. No. I'm just going to take my... um, So, just going to take my tinker's tools and a few spare odd parts and stuff and just kind of work a little shell around the thing. Okay. On the pendant. So, it still looks, you know, like glass pendant-y. Yeah. But now it emits a um, a, sort of a beam of light that just kind of points out in one direction in the same bluish color as the pendant. Okay. And, and it's just a static effect. It's just, you don't do anything. It's just that wherever you point it is where it's going to point. Yeah. You're making a flashlight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't even have a, a light radius. It, it's, it's, it's just it's the visual illusion sure. of a beam coming out. Okay. Oh, it doesn't actually even make light? No. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah. Here. Although if you want it to, I can do that. So basically, <laughs> how does it activate? Do I have to touch it if I think about it? No, it just it? is. There you go. It just illuminates. It's just light. on. It's just okay. on. You just see this little beam on. coming out of the uh, flash pendant. There okay. you go. Now you've got a... You came across a... Uh, some sort of, I don't know, make up a story about it, but uh, you've got a essentially a beacon to this place and that you can point which, whichever direction your instincts tell you to go. God forbid you just, like, tell Captain Braun the truth. <laughs> Can't do that. She said that that truth is very dangerous. She, I, I, I guess. <laughs> She's going to try. Damn it, let us play the way we want to play! <laughs> do whatever you want. She's I think, it, I, think, 
I think this is very amusing. She's going to try the angle of, like, we got yeah. intel and I have something that would guide us there. But if it seems like he's being disbelieving, I'll deal yeah. with that when the time comes. Yeah. But. I mean, I've, I've, I, as a DM, I am fully cognizant of the fact that you're not going to let us not go there, wherever it is we're going. But this yeah. is fun. That, no, that's not <laughs> it. I, I'm, just, I'm just surprised at the hoops you were jumping through to do something that I thought would be very easy and simple. <laughs> but again, it makes it entertaining to listen to. <laughs> I like it when my players do things where I'm just like shaking my head like, what is happening right now? <laughs> just let it happen, honey. Yes. Okay. I still think having a necklace that Ew. emits fake leg is wicked cool. So it doesn't matter. And that lasts, and that lasts for... I can, I can Until the next day or something? Off. At the moment, I can imbue up to four items, and it lasts until I imbue a fifth item. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yep. Okay. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you want that pendant of yours, uh, just kind of shine a little bit. Let's see. Sparkle Yeah. Right, give me a minute. Here. Okay, so you, so you have your, your device that indicates direction in a <laughs> okay, so after not a few, exactly... <laughs> After Accurate a few minutes, way. your, uh, your pendant now emits light in a five-foot radius around you. I'm oh. shiny! <laughs> you have your supposed beacon. Right. Right. So, um, all right. So, I guess sh- you guys need to do anything before we head to the ship? I'm bored. Have, I'll go get GH. And let's do you get guys have enough personal atmospheres in case he does agree and we leave right away? How many do I have? I think I have five left. Um, Personal atmosphere. I've got two left. I have to buy more than one. I probably want to grab two more. How much are they? Uh, I think it was five gold. Mm-hmm. I think is what it was. Five each. Five each. Okay. All right. So if we get marooned, mm-hmm. I don't want, don't want to be sucking void right away. He doesn't want to suck void. <laughs> I think that's a common issue. <laughs> Yes, five gold. I actually printed it and put it in my book here. Okay, so ten gold off. Can I go dance with Luigi while we wait? Uh, sure. Inventory. He'll like float in the air and kind of spin back and forth a little bit with, <laughs> with all of his eye stocks waving around. <laughs> That has to be the Jane's weirdest thing I've ever like, seen. <laughs> I don't know what you said. We've seen some pretty weird yeah. shit. <laughs> he like spins up ended and then goes back the other way. <laughs> I'm just happy he's a good beholder. I think I've you heard got a about fan. the bad ones. Mm. <laughs> I like the Luigi. <laughs> so you're heading back to the Star Runner down in the docks? Is that yeah, what's happening? I think so. uh, yep, I think that's what we're going to yeah. do. I've got, I've okay. got my go along. Okay. Uh, did, I, okay. did I introduce GH to all of you? <laughs> That's to the more? crew. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's been a month yeah. since. Uh, I mean, it, it took you some of that time to get him up and activated. Yeah. Yeah. I probably at some point you would have seen me playing with. Uh, Whoa! Uh, Try to Whoa. put it together. <laughs> I tried. You just rolled a one. Oh yeah, no! I'm the D100. I'm just saying. That's um, awesome. Moving Holy on. John. I'm just so if I've seen him playing with it <laughs> more than once. Oh. <laughs> So, <laughs> on that note, we share a room, man. <laughs> I'm also 60 years old. Yeah. Post menopause. It's all wrinkly though. and <laughs> saggy. <Yeah. laughs> Post menopause. <Yeah. laughs> so back Something to the. My head, head <laughs> 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 
Back, back to the ball eater. I mean, the star runner. Whoa, whoa. We love your critical role. Oh. <laughs> they have a ship on critical role called the ball eater. Oh. Anyway, so you guys head back to the ship. So you, you get there. It's going to okay. be up to you to sell this now. All right. So uh, I'll come aboard with you guys. Uh, are ask. talking, sweet talking people? <laughs> we'll see. Um, <laughs> uh, ask one of the crew if we could uh, talk to the captain uh, in his cabin, I don't, I don't preferably. Think, well, we are part so, of the crew. So. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you are you're a part of the crew. Okay, so find <laughs> Captain Brown. Yeah, uh, so he's he's in his quarters. And is anybody else in there right now? Uh, no, just him. Okay, he's kind of right, going over so some star charts. Uh, knock on the door and be like, hey, can can we come in and talk to you for a second? <laughs> I was trying not to be loud. No, that, that's <laughs> yeah. fine. As long as you don't do this, you're <laughs> fine. Sell that acting. <laughs> <laughs> I got really into it. <laughs> and it was awesome. So anyway, so, yeah. I asked. So Captain okay, Ron. So, have you guys come in and close the door behind you? So and I turn to him and go, so I have kind of an interesting proposition for you, because while we were off here in the last couple of weeks, um, Matisse and I ended up finding some intel um, about a space station that's somewhere nearby. Um, and supposedly the space station has this uh, great evil on it. I'd like to see if there's something I can do about that. I like stopping things like that. And I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing if it's a space station out in the middle of nowhere, I don't know if it's abandoned. It might have treasure or something on it. So I don't know if there would be something there to make it worth your while. But it's something we'd really like to check out. So I just wanted to see what you thought. Okay, so DM clarification. It's yep. it's a it's a distant okay. <laughs> space station. It's not close. Okay. All right. Um, Sorry, I misunderstood. No, that's right. That's yep. right. Yeah. Um, but Bron's response to you, yeah, uh, is um, well, we don't have any missions at the moment. Okay. And uh, what is it? Explain to me again. What is happening? Some evil. There, there's an evil on a space station. The, the, the intel was not very specific beyond that, but it was from a source that I really trust. Um, and, and basically it was, it was an evil that, that needs to be stopped. And I think my source wouldn't have told me about it if she didn't think that there was something that myself and my cohorts would be able to do about it. Mm, I see. So, and I, yeah, I have a means to guide us there from that same source. Well, you have proven yourself very trustworthy, um, and we don't have any other missions, so sure, we can do that. Okay. Do you have any idea how far away that it is? I'm not completely sure, so I'm sorry. I wish I could give you a better estimate. I just, uh, I think my, my the beacon I have will be able to give me a general sense of direction. I know it's not okay. close by, so I, we should probably be prepared. I don't know if it could be days to get out there or what, but just in case. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. RV's <laughs> RV's not very good at getting to the heart of a merchant. <laughs> there might um, be treasure. Sure. I did we say that. There might be treasure. <laughs> so, um, An evil in the form well, whatever. Treasure. RV's a little Mission sincere. Uh, Captain Braun says, I'll, I'll tell Olo to uh, get the ship ready and uh, we'll leave in about uh, 20 minutes. All right. That sounds yeah. great. Thank you very much. Yep. Okay. 
Yay, space! I'll go, I'll go stow the golem. <laughs> stow the golem. Uh, have you, have you stow the golem. introduced uh, G88 to the crew in this month? To, to, the, to the crew on the ship, I mean? Mm. I could say yes, but that wouldn't be any fun. <laughs> <laughs> so is he, is he in the cabin with you when you're talking to Bron? Mm. He was with us. He was with us. Okay, so as, as he gets up to go see Olo, he kind of <laughs> stops and <laughs> seems to notice this other person in here and says, uh, what is that? Oh, hey, Captain. I've, I've turned That's into a cowboy friend. again because <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to... G.H. You know. Uh, yeah. G.H. Okay. I, um, yeah, just a, uh, added a little bit of spare time, so I managed to uh, assemble a uh, healing golem. Meet G.H. 88. G.H. 88, this is our captain. He's my friend. So you see the scrolling message on G.H. 88. Message. <laughs> Mercer Trebek. Shocker Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on, on the screen, that's that's where his eyes would be. Uh, and it says, hello, Captain. <laughs> and Captain Braun says, uh, hello, GH88, is it? Yeah, yeah just, just, just think just of him as. Yeah. Just, oh, okay. <laughs> he, he's, he's on the payroll. Nice to me. meet you, yeah. G. <laughs> Homie. <laughs> Well, golem of uh, healing, that sounds like something we can use. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the crew of the Star Runner, G. <laughs> I love how awkward he was. <laughs> the message says, thank you, Captain. Uh, okay, and then he goes and gets Olo. Um, 30 minutes go by and the ship is ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, he said 20. So He said 20 or 30. So, Captain, uh, GH gets a cut of the profits too, right? Don't push it, brother. Uh, is he more than just like a constructed creature? Does it matter? Well, Arvine kind of like hits you uh, in the eye. If someone like those wizards, they summon familiars and things, and we not sure we'd give them a cut of the uh, profits. Ah, uh, well, I had to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind him; he's very miserly. Oh, I understand. But we love him anyway. <laughs> I love that she's giving him the look. <laughs> <Well>, she- <laughs> Uh, so they take away the mooring ropes and you know the ship backs out it uh, points out into into deep space and it and it slowly um, starts to move away from from the rock and you can hear the you can kind of hear and feel the hum of the spell jamming engine as it moves slowly away and he sort of just kind of coasts out there for a little ways until it gets um Yep. To a safe distance from the rock, and then okay. clear the look, and, and then looks to you. Okay, so we're up on the bridge with him yeah. and uh, the. Well, I mean, just everybody's on, on deck. Hal and okay, so yeah, I kind of. Well, no, Hal is at the spell okay, jamming. So I kind of like hold this necklace and kind of like lift it up, just so the, the beam of light points towards me. I'm not going to try to point it anywhere because I could never pull that off. But I say, okay, so 
Uh, and what, Screw your plan, John. What, what does, uh, well, well, no, what, what does my instinct tell me that I need to do? <laughs> the plan was for plausible deniability. To, yeah, so. So essentially, so. You, you you just get a sense of direction. Okay. And you just kind of right, point. So I kind of say, okay, so the, the, the beacon <laughs> is telling me that we need to go that way. And I tell Bron and Hal okay. that. Okay. So uh, Hal, sorry, um, Bron tells Hal to uh, head in that direction. Okay. And so then the ship moves off in that direction. Yeah. Did you hear metal? Yes. Can you see if one of my cats is like digging in a purse or something that he shouldn't? I'm sorry. Take a quick. Sure, it's not Athena. Oh, maybe. That's true. That could be Athena. She's not sitting on the couch where she was. That (laughs) girl. That girl. (laughs) (laughs) That guy. Okay. So. It's like space jamming pirate music. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Space cowboy, space, space western. We needed a bird. Uh, you do actually. Maze is an entertainer. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. I got a crew manifest. You do have a crew manifest. Oh, uh, do I have? I, 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 get, I, I gave have all of you uh, a list of the crew. Yeah, yeah Maze, entertainer. Entertainer. What do I get from my background? I think I get games. So I mean, as you as you as you start to travel one day after another after another. You know, Maze does um, do some entertaining. So just so you guys know, Maze does have the um, inspiring leader feat. Oh, cool. So he can give you guys temporary hit points before heading out before heading out somewhere, yes. Cool. That would be cool. Yeah, that wasn't available at first when you guys weren't quite crew members yet and you guys really weren't sort of in the fold. But you guys were very successful on that mission, the salvage mission. And, you know, you've been on and off the ship over the past month, so, you know, he feels enough familiar with all of you now that he will offer you, you know, the, the, the value of his entertainment before you go out to do something. Off That's the ship. awesome. Do you want to be an entertainer? Oh. You can certainly sing along with Maze if you would like. Yay! <laughs> so, so, like, oh, over, over the days... stop trying to boss Ward around. He, uh, he, 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 um, Maze gladly sings with you. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> So, um, three days go by. Okay. And then a fourth day goes by. Ooh. And then a fifth day goes by. And then a sixth day goes by. Wow. So it starts to get out to like, to like 10 days. And, and Captain Braun, um, has been checking in with you over the past couple of days and basically asking you if you're really sure about this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's taken longer voyages than this before, but that was typically when they had a very specific purpose in mind. This is, yeah, for a bit of an excursion, this is... Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean now, I mean, it's getting on to 10 days now, and he, he asks, and basically he comes to you, um, you know, when he asks you if you're really sure about this, and, and just so you know, you are, you are absolutely positive that, that yeah. you are heading in the right direction, and you can feel, you get some kind of a sense from your connection uh, with Mayahin that, that, you, that you are definitely getting closer. Okay. And, Probably about the only thing that you could really tell him based on your instincts, and again, the sort of, mm-hmm. you know, um, sort of weird, uh, anomalous sort of connection that you have with, with Mayahin is that you feel like you're over halfway there. Okay. That's the only thing you can really tell him. Okay. But, but I mean, I want to know, as the dungeon master, what do you, what do you tell Bron? Um, I tell him that I'm, I'm really sure, you know, I think... 
I have a feeling that we're more than halfway there. I just I apologize that this is more days out than. And then this this source is reliable. You're sure of this? It is. It's it's never that source has never steered me wrong before. So. Uh, okay. Well, I, I mean, I have no reason not not to trust you. So. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. If we are truly going to help destroy some evil, then you know it is certainly a worthy mission. Okay, thank you. So you know, there's a couple Better people on favorite, the. Doesn't help either. <clears throat> there's a couple people on the crew. I mean, because there, there's there's about twenty other sort of random crew members, you know, who are not like officers, for lack of a better word, and you know they're getting a little bit restless. Okay. Um. But again. You know, some some of the crew members that you met that are sort of like in, in the officer position, you know, they they're more familiar with with all of you, and they keep reassuring the other crew that there's nothing to worry about; it's fine. Okay. You know, and they keep reminding them that they have taken on much longer missions before in the past. Okay. You know, but again, some of the crew members, some of the random crew, are a little bit nervous because they don't have any kind of specificity as to what's happening, where they're going, what's going on. Okay. Um, but essentially, you know, the officers are basically easing um, uh, the rest of the crew. So, okay. So, two weeks go by total. A total of two weeks go by. Okay. That's 14 days. Yep. Thank you. A fortnight, if you That's will. That's 20 days. Is it? No. I, th- I thought it was two weeks. It is two weeks. I thought it was 14 days. No, anyway. A fort- a, the score is 20. What am I talking about? <laughs> Ignore me. <laughs> Or score. Yes, that's right. That's in twenty yes. years ago. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, at the end of your two-week journey through Wild Space, you arrive at the space station. It has a disc-shaped design and appears to have three levels. The middle level is slightly smaller in diameter than the top and bottom level. There are small windows visible around the perimeter of each disc-shaped level, and there appears to be light coming from inside. The bottom level, that is relative to the Star Runner's current attitude in wild space, has two docking bays. They are not big enough for a ship, but outside one of them is a dragonfly ship. (laughs) So how would you like to proceed? I mean... From outside, it just looks like a space station with a ship docked there, okay. which is not an unusual sight. <laughs> okay. Does this seem like something where, like, maybe the rest of the crew would be able to debark, like, a port or something like that? Does it seem like it's populated by a lot of people? Or uh, based on its based on its size, um, it, it's actually in orbit around a planet. Okay. Okay. It's in orbit around a planet. Okay. Is it a hell planet? No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it, it looks kind of nice from here, yeah. Okay. yeah. Does the station appear to be derelict? Uh, I, again, I mean, you've seen space stations before, and it just looks like a pretty standard space station, and there are lights from inside, and there's a ship dock there. So, you know, okay. People so have to get to and from. Somebody's home. You know, okay. it, appears that, it appears that somebody's right, there. I, so mean, I... I mean, you indicated, Arvine, that, mm-hmm. that there was some evil there. Yes. Mm. Uh, so, so basically, Captain Braun has Hal stop the ship. Okay. And... He goes to you and he says, um, so this evil, um, you don't have any real information about that, am I correct? I don't have any details beyond that, I'm sorry. Okay, so... Yep. But her direction's got us here. They, 
So yes, I mean we we have you on the crew because of your combat prowess. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to um, have the crew stay here while you do whatever investigating that you want to do. Okay. I mean, is this something where, like, would we need to request permission to send people over? Does it seem like a really highly manned station where people would request to dock oh, on was, land? I'm sorry, I was trying. Yeah. To, I, I meant to answer yeah. your question about the fact that based on its size, Greg, yeah. um, you think it could maybe hold like about a dozen people or so? Okay. You know, I mean, okay. it depends on what the purpose of the space station is. If it's taken up by a lot of equipment and stuff that's used to yeah. monitor certain things, it would depend. But you think it could, it can handle like about a dozen people or so. So okay. it's in operation is okay. basically what you're saying. It's you, not abandoned or anything like that. Well, you don't know if it's abandoned. It's almost smaller than the ship. Okay. The, the, the fact that there's a ship there would indicate that it's probably not abandoned. Right. So would the proper decorum be that we, like, how do we communicate via things or with things like this? Sorry. We need to hail yeah. the space station. Do we hail them? Do we ask to send people over? Like, I don't know enough no, about what you, what this you would do. What you would do is you would basically go around to the side wherever the dock is. Yeah. And um, typically somebody would be um, on duty okay. to um, evaluate, <laughs> okay. evaluate and potentially okay. greet ships as they come in. Okay. Yeah. So if there's one ship there, then is there room for the whole Star Runner to also approach those docks, or would no, we need to take up? It wasn't big it's enough for the Star Runner. So we'd have we to take, take a, we could take a dinghy a, over. A lifeboat yeah. Yeah, yeah, over. Yeah, you okay. could take one of the right. lifeboats over. I have yeah. to step away from the table real quick. So okay. I'll okay. Be right back. Sorry. So uh, just real quick, I thought this was interesting. You guys might want to know this. Uh, the distance that you guys just traveled was one billion four hundred million miles. Oh. 400 million. 1 billion, 400 million. 1 billion. Did they do that by jumping, or how did they? (laughs) No, it's uh, a a ship can travel 100 million miles per day. Wow. Which is about 4 million miles per hour. Oh. (laughs) Which you wish that's. That's uh, a lot of whiplash. <laughs> I, I was looking at the spelljammer stuff there, and, and I was like, "How fast does a trip does a ship travel?" And so I just wrote that stuff down. So, does a, does a tip travel? Uh, just the tip. <laughs> just the tip. That's the only part that travels. The front fell off. <laughs> the oh, travel goes travels. Travels. There's some serious dampening that's occurring. Wow. Ooh, All right. So, you, so, you, so you guys, right. so you guys are gonna take a lifeboat over to um, the docking bay that does not have the ship in front of it, correct? Yes. yes. Okay. Mm, is it the spaceship is there's the spaceship. Uh, it's the, not very big, right? The dragonfly? Uh, no, the, yeah, uh, the space station. Space station. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's 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 not like a. Um, you know, there are space stations that are kind of like big malls, mm-hmm. you know, big rest stops that are much bigger than this. Okay. The, the, by the size of this one, you're thinking it's probably some kind of a of a research station is probably what it is. Okay. There's probably some kind of a crew on there that is doing research maybe about the planet or maybe something nearby or something. Yeah. I mean, it's up to you guys, but I wouldn't mind taking a... just, just kind of drive by that dragonfly over there and take a look at it. If we're here to look at some big evil, I don't want it to get the drop on us. I mean, we could cruise by it on our way to the docks. And yeah, just, it's not... just take a little swing. So, I mean, you guys can yeah, you guys can circle that. around the station ten times if you want. But yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so you so you take the lifeboat and you go around to the Dragonfly, and as far as you can tell, it looks like a standard Dragonfly ship. Okay. Mm. Do we know what kind of people? It's outside of my thirty foot range. 
a dragonfly ship? Uh, like? Typically, it's humans. Um, sometimes okay. elves use them. I mean, a- any any race can use any ship. Okay. But typically, dragonflies are usually they're 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 built by humans, and oftentimes they're piloted by humans and or elves. Okay. All right. So yeah, I guess let's dock and head on in. I mean, I don't think we're. It's likely that everybody on here would be evil, but we need to figure out what's going on. So we can't take that chance. Going through. Let's just blow up this place and move on. I disagree. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this big missile. Boom! All right. <laughs> I guess we're done. Let's go home. Everything kind of looks at you guys and raises Let's look for salvage. <laughs> Did you get any more feelings from your visions now that we're here? Um, I don't think I've had any. Uh, your your instinct from Mayhem tells you that you're in the right spot. Okay. I, I just music? know this is the right place. Yeah. Plus, like you saw, so you saw I it think, in your vision, Kate. Yeah. I mean, saw it. Yeah. So you're like, yep, this is it. Yeah, I mean, this is absolutely the right place. So I, I don't know what evil we're going to find, but I think we should investigate first before we make judgments. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sarah and I just dancing to the music. <laughs> yeah, if you can't hear it, it sounds... Uh, I was dancing too. It sounds... Egyptian. Uh, Egypt- Arabian. Yeah, Arabian, kind of like, Arabian like, like snake nature. dancing, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so, so as you as you pass by the Dragonfly ship, you see the other docking bay, uh, and the doors are open. Uh, the docking bay are open on the side with the Dragonfly, and the docking bay is also open on the side that has no ship there. Who left the airlock open? Wow. Well, it's not it's not like actual space where you open the airlock and yeah, people get bubbles. sucked out. Correct. Bubbles. Yeah, okay. I mean the whole space station has 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 it, it has a, a gravity plane, mm-hmm. and it has an air envelope around it where gravity is. To the gravity plane within the air bubble. Mm-hmm. Oh, air bubbles! Air bubbles. Yep. Okay. So we should probably put on our atmospheres. No, no, that's only that's only if you are in an area that doesn't, doesn't have, have breathable air. Yeah. So, as as you move away from the Star Runner, um, you take a small air envelope with with the lifeboat. Oh, okay. And then we, and then when you get and then when you get into the air envelope, basically the atmosphere. I think about it as like an atmosphere, like like when you get into the atmosphere of the um, space station. You, the, the air that's around your around the lifeboat takes on the quality of the air of, of a larger object. Okay. Unless you have a personal atmosphere, in which case that little pocket of air around you it always stays the same. They're designed like that so you can survive in case you're floating in space or you happen to hit like some deadly air or something. It's designed specifically to keep you from mixing with other air envelopes. Speaking of quality of air, what is the quality of air once we get um, into the air? As you move into the air envelope, uh, it, it is fresh air. Okay. It is fresh air. Yeah, okay. it's fresh okay. air. Yeah. Well, fresh I guess so <laughs> this evil apparently <laughs> likes to breathe. Normal so, air. Okay. So, all right. Well, I guess shall we go check it out? <clears throat> Let's shout. Let's dock. Yeah. All right. So you you can basically pilot the the lifeboat. Right in and just set it down on, on on the dock in there. Yeah. Anybody come out to greet us? Uh, no, there's 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 nobody here in the docking bay. Oh, they're all dead. All right, let's blow up the space station and get out of here. <laughs> Janie hits Strax upside the back of his head. Irene <laughs> <laughs> says, "Thank you, Janie." <laughs> Matisse just shakes her head. <laughs> you know, like the Genozo slap from right. the CIS. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Proby. Proby. Yeah. Oh boy. 
Cue the creepy star station music. Crap! No, I, I'm, I'm I predicting zombies people. this time. <laughs> okay, so, so you pull in and, and, and you put the ship and you put the the lifeboat down. Yep. And um, you get out of the lifeboat, and you can see in the docking bay that there are um, a lot of crates around, okay. and. There are some doors um, that lead, of, lead off into other into other rooms. Uh, there is a diagram on the wall that shows the layout of this current level. Okay. So if you want to flip the map there, we can just take it right up. Yeah, you 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 see a diagram of this of, of the map. Okay. Sorry, would you mind taking a picture of that for the Instagram? I would. <laughs> uh, Do it, batch. Where where are we entering? Uh, if you could turn it so the docking bay is that way. Yes. What does the ship sound like? Does it sound like anything, or do we? Hologram. Uh, there, there. You, you kind of saw that power source. I knocked over Jean. I knocked over Arvine. Leave Jean on the floor. That's Arvine. You saw that power source in the middle of it, and you can kind of just barely detect the hum of that. Okay. Um, so that's the only noise we hear. Yeah, and it's not so much a noise as, as it's like a vibration. You know, okay. you know. Think about like Star Trek: um, The Next Generation when you kind of hear the warp nacelles humming yeah. throughout the show. But there's no people that we've encountered. No, you, you don't. You don't hear anything whatsoever. Just uh-huh. a giant vibrator. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> however, um, with discs. So, so in addition to this diagram on the wall that shows the basic layout of this level. Um, there is a path of what looks like dried blood coming from um, the door with the word security zone 3.0 okay. written on the floor in front of it. Okay. How's that for marching order? Which is, which is that corner right there. Yep. So basically there there is a trail of dried okay. blood. And that's a door there? That's a door. Okay. Yeah, it seems to be coming from behind that door. And it basically streaks out and goes basically to the edge of where you guys are. Oh, all the way to the so edge it, of the docking bay? Yeah. Yeah, so it comes out to this way towards the docking bay. Huh. Correct. You guys basically flew over it as you came in. You weren't quite sure what it was as you flew in. You set it down. You got out. And as you were taking everything in, you saw the diagram. And you saw, mm-hmm. that looks like streaked blood. blood. That's on so, In the dock, in the bay itself, not really on the diagram. Mm. Uh, Sorry, I'm getting confused. <laughs> It's You're on, seeing it on the floor. It's on, on the, the floor. floor. Okay. It's on the floor. Street okay. blood on the floor. Does the blood go out to like the dragonfly ship? No, it goes out that just, way. Just so. Okay. Something or someone was bleeding out. Managed to get probably managed to get to a ship and got away. Or got dragged to the ship and or taken got away. Right. I'm kind of. I'm wondering if we should. Or came poke. into the station somehow. <laughs> Going to come into the station. We could poke to our blood, head on the dragonfly <laughs> ship and see if someone's out there bleeding out. Hmm. It'd probably be a good idea to check the dragon fo- to check that ship. Just so we don't have we... someone coming behind us, right? Right. Okay. So with, with this knowledge that we have, it looks like something bloody that most likely left. I don't think it would go into the station, but maybe I'm wrong. We'd like to go. How recent? How fresh? Cautiously check out the dragonfly ship. Okay. I was just going to ask. In looking at the blood, how? Fresh? Do we determine it to be? Is it so wet, or is it super like, dry? Uh, you, you take a, you take a look at it, it. It's pretty obvious that it's dry. Okay. okay, so meaning it's been down there for a while. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah, correct. All right, mm. so uh, walk back over to the Dragonfly ship. It's docked, I, right? I'm assuming yep, there's yep, a gangway or something. Mm. Um, uh, there, there is a gangway, yes, okay. or gangplank, sorry. All right, um, <laughs> take the angle of... I don't want to just barge onto somebody's ship. So why I not? That's like, why they call them barges. Uh, You're gonna knock, just knock. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I just kind of—is there a Check door the onto the ship, or is it just like a gangway that goes over to a deck, basically? Uh, it goes over to to a deck, essentially. Okay, so I just kind of like you know maybe tap a little bit on the gangway and kind of raise my voice a little bit, not enough to like shoot it through the whole space station. Say hello. Is anybody here? There's no response. Okay. So uh, well, I'm, well if over. you're not gonna go, I'm I'll gonna walk go. over. All yeah. right, let's go. I should have actually printed up a picture of a dragonfly ship. That's okay. okay it's so. a dragonfly ship. <laughs> <laughs> now right, a dice tray. So we cautiously kind of try to just see if there's anybody on on the deck down in the, the cabin she spaces below. I think he's just barging on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so why don't we do why don't we do uh, investigation? Okay. And we can, and if you want, you can all make individual rolls, or two of you can work together right. so that one of you will get an advantage roll. Um, you guys kind of figure out how you want to do in, it. Investigation, not perception. Investigation. Okay. So, right, Strax, I can help you since we're kind of. I mean, if, if you really, if you if you specifically don't want to touch anything, you can you can use perception instead. Um, no, I got no I got no problems touching things. <laughs> okay. Well, Janie, do you want to help him investigate? Make a roll to bad touch. Matisse, will you just help me look around? I'll help him investigate. Okay. And okay. I'll perceptify. Okay. That's true. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Okay. okay. Mine's good. Uh, are you helping her perceptify? Yes. Down there. So she drops her dice all over the place. I did. Don't lift your dice tray, man. Well, if I don't, then that's when things just go... Then why do you whee. throw it this way? Throw it that way. Uh, whatever. I rolled one and four, so you it just doesn't matter anyway. You, you were going to print one without the divot in the end. I, I was, but I haven't gotten to it yet, because I tend to... That's when dice go flying like that. So well, you got a 14 that time. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's right, too so late. Matisse is helping me perceptify. Uh, okay, that's, that's good. The second one... <laughs> I don't know where that went. Oh. So nice. anyway, uh, so with oh, perception, boy. we at least got a twenty-one. All right, I, I put my trust on in perception, you guys and you screwed me. And so Strax and Jane, Strax dorked it up big on time on investigation. <laughs> okay, so he's still grumbling that we didn't let him blow stuff up. Um, I blow stuff up for him, Matisse. And I enjoy and, it. And uh, Arvine, yep. you can see um, a couple of uh, pieces of paper um, that, that are on one of the decks where it, it appears like it has information that has to do um, with the planet below. Diagrams on deck with information about it's, that? They're not diagrams. Okay. They're, they're, they're just like... Um, Pamphlets? Reports. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, like, like 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 collected data notes, yeah, stuff like that. Notes, like you're writing right now, right? Yeah, and if you, if you look at it, it talks about like different flora and fauna from the planet. Okay. Um, the planet actually has a name. Where was it? It's scientificative stuff. Um, one of the notes says Centauri Six, which seems to indicate the name of the planet. Okay. Centauri Six. Yes, yeah, a great 6. source of unobtainium. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
so so again it, it appears like it, it's, okay. just, it's it's research notes essentially it's research okay. notes uh, if we poke around and try to find Thank like a guys. captain's cabin or something like that do we maybe find a log or anything like that um, find the captain's log <laughs> uh, if we're seeing that bad shit went down that's because now I'm worried about if it's the station if it's something from the planet if, if we find the captain's yeah. log that's bad shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Now I get the joke. Okay. Nice job. Yeah. Nice job. But you have to go to the poop deck. Greg <laughs> <laughs> is not impressed. <laughs> Sarah's got the snort can going. Yay, buddy jokes. Greg's like, okay. <laughs> okay. So, any luck finding So, like there is what you, I mean, you're not familiar with the layout of the ship um, very much uh, from the inside, but you go to where you believe the captain's cabin would be, and uh, the door is locked. Okay. Not for long. Uh, knock on the door and say hello. You don't hear Anyone? anything. You don't hear yeah. anything. No. Nope. Okay. Is the ship quiet? The ship's quiet. Yeah. Sure. All right. Um, Abstracts. I think we might find I something important. Any traces of blood on the ship? You don't see any. No. With, with all of your investigating and perceptifying, uh, you did not. You did not find any blood anywhere on the ship. Okay. Okay. Is, it, is it just dexterity plus proficiency? Correct. Okay. There, there, there's no damage on the ship anywhere. I mean, mm. it just it doesn't look like. Anything suspicious? What do the notes say on them? Uh, it's stuff about the planet. It's stuff about like plants and research. animals and, okay. and, and research notes. Yeah. John, you need new dice. Uh, my dice do not like me today. You want to roll my dice? I only rolled a six to get that door open. Yeah, it's a tricky lock, and you're not quite lock. sure how to get it open. Uh, well, I can always exit a question. Irving kind of like sighs and like start nods smashing at the door. Yeah. <laughs> Can I shock it open? <laughs> well, I mean, just about every object has armor class and hit points if you want to try to destroy any objects. But if there's something in there, we don't really want to wake it up or draw attention to ourselves. I, I mean, somebody, yeah, could, no come, somebody could be sleeping. I, mean, I don't. <laughs> somebody could be sleeping. Someone in there. could be sleeping, but we knocked on the door. I, yeah. I'm worried if somebody's. Dead. That would be. Mm. You're all mm. dead, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I can oh. fix it later. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Door. He's attacking the door. I'm attacking, attacking the, the door. door. Okay. Oh, I'm attacking uh, the door. Let me look at my DM screen here. Your DM screen. Uh, so we'll say this is medium. I'm gonna just to halberd the door. And it is resilient, so I'm gonna give it some hit points here. And so the armor class of this object is probably is, higher than what I'm about is, to roll. Is 15. Okay. I think that's the first time Chris has ever given us an armor class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all right. It's just, but it's just a door. Just a door. Okay, go ahead. Just a door. Wow. Oh, did you geez. just roll one? Yes, I did. Yes, he did. So you far so tonight, I have rolled tired. two. Did you just cut your own hand off? <laughs> <laughs> nope. I forgot how long the halberd is, and I 
Got it stuck in this. I kind of like gentle elbow Matisse and say, Matisse, could you help with this, please? (laughs) I'm gonna shock. So far tonight, I've rolled two ones and two fours. If if you guys, if you guys are gonna work together to break down this door, we'll just say that you do it. Okay. Okay. You start smashing and bashing on the door. AC twenty. <laughs> you, you, you shock it, you electrify okay. it, you smash it, you hack it, you stab it, and eventually you break this door down. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, and there is an empty, what you believe is a captain's chamber inside. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Wow. That was worth it. All right. Uh, Matisse, will you help me look around to see if there's any. I mean, it has some clothes. Sort of you know, it has some clothes. And How many points do we get for the door? <laughs> How many experience points for the door? <laughs> Zero divided by four is zero. I got a perception check eighteen to try to find things in the room. Zero. Again, you see a lot. You see some scientific sort of like paraphernalia around, like you would expect from a researcher. But um, you find a bong. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Some incense. <laughs> okay. Okay. Have we searched the whole ship now and no no people, no other interesting material? Correct. No it doesn't. Okay. It, it, okay. I believe we have determined that there the is nothing of interest on the ship. Yes. Okay. All right. But you did destroy the door of the captain's chamber. All right. I'll fix it later. Don't worry about it. <laughs> For zero XP. Right. right. Well, at least back. we know there's nobody going to be coming up behind us. So. Right. Back to back to. Unless they're coming up behind us on the ship. Back to the blood right. streaks. So, okay. do we want to go through the door the that has trail. blood, or do we want to go through the other? Janie says follow the blood trail. Okay. It is kind of an obvious lead. Heads so. down into yeah. danger. Yep, here okay, we go. Okay, I can't reach over there. Let's see. Set up some... The oh, I'm there. You with us. Why don't you heal the door? All right. It. Heal the door. <laughs> Never mind. Please think of a name for that. What, GH88? Yes. That's that, his name. that is the name. His name is GH88. It's, it's, Can we give him it's, a nickname? It's, throwing off it's like R2D2, C3PO. Oh. It's GH88. Just because it's my initials, it's very... Con- and we call him GH, so... Uh, we call can, him G. That's that's his designation. You can do whatever you want. Healing golem. <laughs> HG. But he's not a healing golem. He's a golem of healing. That is correct. Uh, Don't okay. roll your eyes at me. <laughs> so who's up in the front there? There's Arvine and... Our usual tanks. And Matisse. Matisse. And, and Matisse, Matisse. okay. Yeah. So before you, actually get to, before you actually get to the door, um, you, you're walking up and you're approaching the door. Uh-oh. And you see this dark, sort of ethereal, you know, shadowy shape come through the door. And it has what looks like the shape of like a, of, of like a scythe. And it swings down and attacks. Uh, let's see. Uh, Greg, you'll be low. Um, Kate, Arvine, you'll be high. Great. So it's low. So it swings this shadowy scythe at, at Matisse. Good timing. Uh, where is it? Can I reactionary? I, told you I, I need stats. I need stats. I can't reactionary. You always have a bad feeling about this. Yet. Okay. You have a high AC though. And now you're doing the damage that you should be doing too, right? That's it. Yay. This is probably going to be all kinds of bad. This shirt doesn't like to stay. Okay, so the scythe, the shadowy scythe goes right through you, and you feel this racking pain. Okay, so you take 
take nine slashing <gasps> damage. Jeez. <laughs> oh. He's not bloody yet. Nope. Do we have the temporary hit points? Yes, you have three temporary hit points from Maze. Okay. okay. Thank you. <laughs> that would have been good to tell us before we left. So okay. so you take nine nine slashing. Which right, so that so, so, those so it's six. So it's six, yep. And then you take five necrotic. Oh uh, my goodness gracious. Uh, Aren't you resistant to something, Greg? Radiation. Radiant. <laughs> it's, not, it's not radiation. You're Greg. resistant to radiation. <laughs> it's radiant. radiant. Yeah, I have divine. <laughs> I have resistance to radiation damage. Well, it's a good thing. And it's That's not a good one. A good thing That's a good one. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, so, so the figure. I say we house rule that radiation is radiant damage. So, so the figure tries to move back through the door, giving both of you an opportunity to attack. Okay. All right. It come. It, it comes through the door. Uh, slashes through Matisse and okay. then and then drifts back. Yeah, like it's trying to go through okay. the door. Yeah, I would have had the one Wakazashi out as we were exploring. Blood away. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. this is where the blood uh, came from. <laughs> <laughs> well, this thing's bad. That hits really uh, hard. All do, right. Do you guys want to? Do you guys want to take your opportunity? Of back? course. Yeah. So that makes me bloody. That makes it Greg bloody. Have made you bloody. And, See. He only has twenty one hit points. Twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. So that's minus. And he took he took thirty nine plus five is fourteen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fourteen. So you should have only had eleven taken away from you. Which out of three temporaries. Yeah. Right, but out of twenty one, that's still more than half. But he's showing nine right now, which is oh, right. that's not right. So let's see. So let me. Yeah. D&D Beyond will do that for you. If you put in the three temporary hit points and then say you take 14 right, damage, so it'll that deal with that. So, all right. Wait, you should have been full up because we had a long rest before yeah, we got so let me put that back so I can subtract it correctly. Let's see. All right, so... Put in your three temps. So that's three. All right. Okay, so damage is... How much was the total damage? 14. Okay. And then hit apply. Okay. That's better. You're just barely bloody. Okay. So so for the listeners who don't know, bloodied is less than half of your maximum hit points. Which he says every time. <laughs> it's because they could be listening. It could, it could, could be, be the, the first, first time they're listening to it. Yeah, yeah, so. I'm nitpicking now. Anyway, yes, our opportunity attacks. With her Wakazashi. Okay. Star Wars started Oop. episode four. Is uh, that a one or a four? That's a four. Ugh. It seems to be the knights for one and fours. Yes, yeah, so that's going to be uh, 10 to hit. Uh, your weapon just kind of seems to pass right through it. Okay. All right, with my laser sword. Kill it, bird! Ugh. Our dice hate us. Not a good dice night. No. Here that's going to be seven. Chris. I'm just going to roll seven. off the ones here for a couple Again, minutes. Again, it kind of goes, goes through this like spectral being, and it, and it goes back through the door. Okay. That dice is fired. Okay. So back away from the door. <laughs> yeah, that, that was like 10 feet from the door. So you guys were in in, uh, in, in the next square back. Yep. Okay. It stepped out, it attacked, and went back. Wow. Mm. This doesn't bode well. So that's not good. Um, 
Here, um... We want to try to go in through the other door? Hang on a second. I'd say we back away further for now. And you should be healing while we're trying to decide what we want to do. Well, I can't do anything till it's my turn. Well, we're no, not. We're, we're not. not we're combat. not really in rounds no. right now. We're yeah, not really in rounds. That was, so, that was, that was yeah. kind of a surprise attack, and then you got a. If if I were you, it was basically I'd a surprise use your full yeah. lay on hands ability on yourself because if you get knocked unconscious, we can still use your potions. <laughs> but that's like. We can knock um, unconscious. We can still loot your body. Or we can. Or <laughs> well, it's, oh, hang it's, on. He can't use his healing abilities. Can you do shit? You say you're bloody, right? So, hey, Gh. Let's see what you can do. Oh. Okay. That's what he's there for. Yep. So, so GH goes over, and uh, his hand converts into, like, this syringe. That transforms. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Seven. Seven. If I'm reading that right. Thank you, GH. The message across his eye says, you're welcome. <laughs> so it's not like a normal healing potion. Or so it's it restores just like one a unique plus your proficiency bonus. So it's something you need to help. Okay. Two, so. it's, really it's something that is artifice okay. related. So I'm trying to put an yeah. artifice kind of spin on it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll keep you around a little longer. Okay. Yay. So, so right. you see this message go across GH's eyes that says, "What was that?" <laughs> <laughs> so that thing just hit her really hard. Well, we'll so just have to hit it back really hard. Do we want to try to charge to the door after it, or do we want to try this other door over here and see if we can get, like, sneak up on it from behind somehow? Uh, I am... that door? I don't know. I seriously doubt we're going to be sneaking up on this thing, so let's just pursue. Okay. Well, there's supposed to be a person around somewhere in here. Well, there are lights on, but lights could have been left on by whatever was killed by this thing. Right. Well, she's out by this thing. Yeah. I mean, there should be some people here. <laughs> yeah. Not with that thing right. floating around. <laughs> All right. Do well. I have any instinct as to whether it would be better to just charge through that door? Or? I don't think. I'm going to check the door. Think about. It. <laughs> okay. So the, the, there's like a there's a panel on the side that obviously is the open the door button. Okay. I press the open the door button. Okay. The uh, the door opens. And the figure is right there, and it swings at you. <laughs> okay. Um, Are we in initiative now? Uh, yes, we will be in initiative now. All right. <laughs> Does that mean roll for initiative? Yes, everybody roll for initiative. All right. Whatever. That'll work. It's bigger than a four. <laughs> One with hope. <laughs> okay. Oh, dude. <laughs> Okay, Janie, initiative? Uh, Ten. (laughs) Matisse? Fourteen. Strax? Seven. 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 (laughs) Arvine? Twenty-three. How did I know? (laughs) Of course. She's the one that rolled a frickin' 19. <laughs> yeah, my opportunity attack. That would, it would have been nice to roll that What's your dex mod? Uh, plus four. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, boy. That thing rolled high. Nobody else rolled an 18. Does the golem get a place in line? 
Yeah. Oh, he goes right after. He's on yours, right? Yeah, he goes right after me in initiative order. Oh boy. Does he have an attack? <laughs> he has a heal. <laughs> well, probably definitely. Actually, he doesn't have an attack. No, he does not have any kind no, of attack. Hopefully, if he's not attacking. Although, although it does say that GH88 can't be surprised. Correct. So. But, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, thanks for not thanks for not warning us. <laughs> not warning you what? <laughs> that he was coming through. <laughs> that we were about to get attacked. Because <laughs> he can't be surprised. Christ. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work that way. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we were just trying. Never mind. <laughs> Stop being so literal. Literal literator. Literal literator. <laughs> Listen, I have water gel in my mouth, and my tongue is very numb. (laughs) (laughs) I got pissed. (laughs) No squeaks from the peanut gallery. (laughs) Grandma, I'm all pissed. (laughs) All right, so... Yeah, we gotta have a Red Dwarf-themed episode. (laughs) So, uh, Arvine, you're going first. I'm going to actually say that you're not surprised this time because you were expecting it to be there. Okay. So, Arvine, so he opens the door. It, it brings its sight up like it's about to uh, about to attack Strax. Okay. All right. And you do what? Okay. Is this a 10-foot wide door? Um, it looks like it's only five. It's, no, it's you, five. Sh- you should be able to get an attack from here. Yeah, because there's no way to get in behind Is there uh, a mini for the shadow figure? Yeah. <laughs> No, he's just he's just there. He's just there. Okay, he's all right. I will draw. That's what you want to do. Yes, I'm going to draw my second yes. sword. Um, so I will swing first with one. Get that 19 again. Whoa! Okay, so Arvine, our Asimar fighter, moves up with her Wakazashi. And swings for an AC nine. Nine passes right and through. And without missing a beat, whips around with the second sword. Their sword dance. How's about an AC twelve? Passes through it again. This is gonna be a. Mm. All right, so she's gonna back down the wall to try to make space for other people to get up. Uh, or no, yeah. wait, that'll provoke though, right? It can, they will it provoke. Can reach around the corner. All right, she'll stay right there. All right, so it's going next. It's a figure. So four. the figure goes, <laughs> and it it hits Strax with a scythe. Well, he swings, and he hits, and he hits. Yes. What do you see? Does he hit? Just in case people have mitigating things. Uh, it's not an AC hit. Oh boy! It's something very unique. Bad juju man. Can I disbelieve the illusion? <laughs> you can certainly try. <laughs> so you take eight slashing. Jesus. And four necrotic. I'm not dead yet. Matisse. Wow. All right. I'm going to attempt to use my laser sword to attack. You don't have the reach. There there are two people on the way. Oh, there are. You'd have to make some kind of ranged attack. Okay. You have your javelins, uh, There's right? nothing that says he can't come into my space, make his attack, and then back out. But he'd provoke. 
You would provoke. Yes, correct. Although only one person would, but this thing hits really hard, so... Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm. Or you could heal the thing that just bloodied the shit out of your comrade up. Well, I'm not bloody yet. Oh, okay. I'm not bloody yet! (laughs) (laughs) Well, the bot goes on his turn, though. Yeah, so it could heal him, too. So if you want to throw a javelin or something, or... What are you... Be aware, he's only got a few of those. I think he's got five. Three? Uh, uh, I don't know. Pretty sure the base equipment for a paladin is five. Oh, and I'm talking about GH. GH88. Oh, the number of heals. GH88 he has three heals per day. Oh, okay. Per day. All right, so I guess I could... I'm going to go try to heal... 14 days! <laughs> try to heal Strax for some. I mean... If you use all your lay on hands, that'll pretty much get him full up, right? And then you still have cure wounds that you can save those slots for smites or cast the cure spell later. Uh, uh, uh. I want to be one of those dudes that right, that's so up there in the diaper with the, with the big pieces of wood and they're hitting those giant drums. Did you ever see that on TV? For a second there, I thought you said up there in the diaper. Yeah. They're like, we're like the sumo kind of diapers. Oh, those. Oh, the loincloths. They said they're with the big sticks and they're they're hitting the drums. Oh, the Japanese drumming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I heal Strax for 10 damage. Uh, Matisse, our diva paladin heals Strax, our artificer. For 10. Hobgoblin artificer for 10. Yay, I'm up full. What was that, Greg? Was it land hands? Nice. Paladin for the you wind laid hand. hands on him? I did. <laughs> She's done it before, too. <laughs> Giant time, busty blue diva. This time I don't shrug them off. <laughs> so. uh, okay, Janie. Oh, boy. Um, Maybe some cold would help. Maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking Ray of Frost. Magic's probably a good thinking idea at this frosty. point. Frosty! Frosty. Um, AC 16? Passes right through it. Mm. What? AC 16? Wow. I think we need to This is hilarious. <laughs> I'll tell you why later. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. Unless it, you can walk right through it. I don't know. Oh, it's doing real damage. <laughs> No, it's really hurting. It really hurts. Right. But do any of us have any instinct for what, how to deal with something like this? Like well, you with I all of your lifetimes of knowledge? Well, I can't make an attempt until my turn. So. Well, I don't have anything Strax. Here, so. Strax. Okay. Um, I'm Goblin Artificer. So physical seems to not work. Magical seems to not work. What if we try to work. heal it? If it's a um, necrotic well, death. Bear in mind, you may not have hit the armor class. Yeah. May not. Do not assume just because you keep rolling low that you can't hit it with physical attacks. Okay. Mm. Try to glaive. I I don't have a. To glaive. To glaive. No, my glaive is not a magical hit. And well, I. We don't know that it's immune to anything not magical. I'm not make, taking don't, any Don't make any it. assumptions. I'm telling you. Stop making an ass of yourself and us. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, making a, I'm not making assumptions. I'm hedging my bets. <laughs> Hedge somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It is, gonna, it is a little bit of metagaming, though, I suppose. Are you going to bite? I've just, I've just seen her, her two attacks from her just pass right through it, so. and But she also rolled pretty low. I don't know that in character. I know that. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going to metagame, metagame right. So I'm th- gonna I shoot think it all, with my all of you would have some knowledge. Your pistol doesn't. That it's difficult to damage, damage your spectral do? things, incorporeal things. Mm. Piercing. Yes. So it's non-magical damage. No, it's magical damage. Okay. Because you're an artificery dude. Never mind. <laughs> cool. I've I've made improvements to it. <laughs> Let's see if it actually works. So so you're using the black powder pistol. Using the black powder pistol Which, because you're an artificer and it's been infused, so it's magical. Gotcha. So it's a plus one. So it's AC eighteen. Passes through. Wow. You hear it ricochet off in the in the back of the room somewhere. Interesting. So the spell passed right through. Spells through. Magical weapons through. Regular weapons through. Mm. I'm really at a loss. Can I make some sort of uh, check into its nature, either religion or undead is usually religion. If you want to do, if you want to make a religion check, one religion check. What is my okay? Oh, that should be okay on that. Assuming I roll well, thirteen. You're not really familiar with this entity. You 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 do know that there are. Ghosts and specters and other incorporeal things mm. that that sometimes are difficult to damage, hmm. but you're not familiar with this particular entity. Um, well, uh, for I don't really have a good use for my bonus action at the moment. So, oh, actually, let me do. No, I don't have any good. I don't have any decent bonus action spells at the moment, except for sanctuary. So, actually, no, I'm standing there in front. You know what? I'm going to cast Sanctuary on myself. <laughs> okay. So I uh, reach into my pouch and sprinkle this little powder on me uh, over me that kind of... Fairy dust, because you're a fairy. Got it. A little bit. It kind of makes it hard to see. To I kind of... John's character is a fairy. Focus on me. <laughs> Did you just call my brother a fairy? <laughs> yes. He's called me worse. That's very insensitive, you know. Top around to Arvine. Um... <laughs> So she's wondering about how incorporeal it is. She is going to try to double move into Strax's space and try to slip by it into the other side of the hallway. Or try to basically walk right through it because it seems spectral. Uh, it uh, seems solid to you. Okay. When you move through it, there, there, there is, it's almost like... Uh, it's almost like pushing into water or something, but there, okay. there is a substance to it. Can she try to do the contested check with the bonus action to move through its space to get around it? Yes, she can. Okay. All right, so we'll do acrobatics. Oh, I cast a spell. Oh, you did. Hold on. I did. Okay. All okay. right. So. All right, contested. All right. Uh, Fireball would have been nice right now. Barf. No, I suck so bad today. To 11. 13. Damn. Okay. You bounce off it and some, right. some force manages to resist you and you can't move through it. Okay. So she... So, so all of you see that. She tries mm-hmm. to move by it and she gets pushed back. Okay. All right. So... What is the um, security door? Mm. Just saying. Um, well, closing the door won't help. Um, no, no, I mean... I know. No, it was just you mentioning the door security. made me think of the door. According to D&D Beyond, the difficult for this encounter is trivial. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh. No. 
Low, low level <laughs> ones are really they they go other uh, either way so quickly. We could try to draw it out so that we can surround it. Um, I do well. It's too late now. I, I feel well, like it's just protecting this door. <laughs> okay. Arvian tries to swing at it again. Okay. That's, now, did I use the bonus action if I didn't succeed in getting through Yes, it? you did. Okay. All right. So the one hand. Do, 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 do. Come on now. Mm. AC 11. This time it kind of moves out of the way. Okay. Um, Your weapon hits the wall instead. Okay. So I am going to... Stop smirking. Trying to decide if I want to. Yeah, the sharp. Yeah, so I'm going to. Um, <laughs> action surge, and I'm going to use my action surge mm-hmm. to disengage. Okay. And get away from the door to at least allow somebody else to attack. And then, uh, I guess, is there anything in my celestial-flavored knowledge that I could check to see if I can recall something about how to fight a foe like this? Um, not particularly. I mean, again, if you want to make a religion check. Okay. She's not proficient, but we'll try it. Uh, rolling better than me tonight, but not like that. Another five. Sure. Wow. All right. The figure passes its sight through the Hobgoblin Artificer once again. For eight slashing. Ooh, and seven necrotic. Ouch. Jeez. Trivial, it said. (laughs) This seems uh, inaccurate. There has to be a trick to this. I'm bloody. (laughs) All right. Strax is bloody. Then it is Matisse, our diva paladin. So you can, can get in there with your laser sword. Is the setting that we're in, is it dim or is it bright? It's it's lit. There, there's this power uh, basically to these lights along the walls. So, so it's normal. normal it's light. normal light, okay. yeah. And yep. it's nothing like um, the figure itself. You can't shine light on it or anything like that. To there is there is uh, sort of like a um, a perimeter around it where the light hits it. You know, it, it, it does have some sort of substance. I mean, based on what you, especially because you saw her try to move through it and she couldn't move through it. You know, it does have some kind of substance. You could do your check to see if you can learn information about it, and because of your race, you get certain benefits on that check. Uh, the divine sense? No, your racial features. Oh, okay. Check out the racial features tab. You have the, the memory of lifetimes, I believe it is. That that's not that's, that doesn't apply to any oh, of this. Oh, it doesn't work for anything like okay. No. Uh, yeah, that's like a history and we're not dealing with I mean you could do you have religion oh. as a I have um I can do divine sense. Right. Which that allows me to detect good and evil. Yeah. You're pretty sure there's something evil you in, know it's in evil front of you. Like, like basically, before you make your attack, <laughs> you should ask about doing a religion check like the rest of us have done, just to see if you can learn something about it before you make your okay. attack. 
So I guess um, I try and see if I can learn something about it. Religion check. Yeah. Yep. Before I touch. go for it. Yeah. All right. So roll that first. Wow. You are also unaware. This, is, this, is, a very u- this is a very unique creature. Okay. Which, in actual fact, it is very unique. unique. All right, so I need to go up there. For but the also trivia. Yeah. You can, yeah, I made space for you to get up there and swing on it. All right, so you move up with your laser sword and shield. Laser it. Okay. High uh, contrast dice. That's <laughs> a 19. 19. It moves out of the way and you hit the wall. Uh, what the heck? And that's well, yeah, good. all we have to do is hit the AC. Apparently it's got an AC higher than 19. That's really high for... <laughs> being meta, for level 2 characters, that's a very high AC if we haven't hit it yet. <laughs> Which is why I think there's a trick to this. Jamie. Just, I, that I'm feeling I will slap myself silly when I will actually I'm figure it out. i learn it. Go for it. With your schooling. 22. I had set the DC in my head for 20. (laughs) (laughs) So something sparks in your mind because you are connected. You are a Kalashtar and you are connected to your spirit. And when you dream, the things that you see in your dreams are not actually from the dream realm. It's you see the experiences of your spirit that you're attached to. And this spirit that you are attached to has encountered this kind of creature before. Okay. Uh, and it's called an avatar of death. Oh, just that sounds beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yes. uh, and essentially, the sense that you get from this spirit, and I'll sort of put it into somewhat uh, mechanical terms, um, this creature is extremely fragile, but very difficult to hit. But it is extremely fragile, but very, very difficult to hit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, how, f- how do you... Sit? You, you got ten words. Light it on fire. Area affects something it can't dodge. That was fun. I'm glad I got to use the Kalashtar thing in there. That's really cool. <laughs> That's really cool. That's very cool. Um, <clears throat> I write everybody's character race before this. Something that to doesn't pull make stuff, an attack. To see if there's anything cool I could use. Magic missile? That's what I'm thinking, but I have to use a bonus. My uh, action point to do that. Um, but if I could tell you guys what I'm thinking, well, your religion check wasn't an action. Correct. I thought, no. no. Oh, that's just no, a no, bonus no. thing on your turn. That's just oh. something you, you can just do. do. You, yeah, so yeah. you can just do yeah. it. See if it works. And if okay. It works, tell us. <laughs> Let me at it. No. <laughs> She's like, Okay, well, um, magic measles. I'm attacking the literal darkness. Yes, you are. <laughs> I was just thinking that. So I get three darts. I attack the darkness. <laughs> I get three darts. Die, you weak little scum! <laughs> nice. Four, Very nice. Nine. For nine. So nine. It's got more than that. It does like an additional oh, plus point. Oh, three. three. Each. Yeah. So nine, ten, twelve. Twelve. Nice. Okay, so so these... These um, missiles of magic energy come shooting out. They go, they go spinning around. Uh, both uh, Matisse and Strax are up there by the door fighting it. It goes around them, goes between Strax's legs. He's like, whoa! <laughs> it, 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 it hits the Avatar of Death and it dissipates. Oh. Nicely done. Good. 
Wild Surge roll? Uh oh. Mm. Yeah! <laughs> oh, Wild Surge! We're not useless for the rest of this mission. <laughs> oh, wow. 60. <laughs> Seriously, <Six, six, six. laughs> that dice just kind of weaved right, right. in between us. It's <laughs> dry. Wait, no, 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 I regain my lowest level expended spell slot. Nice! Nice. So I cast magic missiles and then I get it right back. (laughs) That's awesome. That was awesome, Sarah. That was totally awesome. How'd it do? Good. You can take care of. I was thinking about trying magic missile anyway. (laughs) Oh, I didn't focus for poop. You can take care of any more of those we come across. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Do I have any sense if that was the great evil, quote unquote? <laughs> Most likely not. I'm assuming so not. Funny. But yeah. Oh my god. Darn if that didn't give us a hard time. It had one hit point. I figured that it, we just had to hit the stupid thing. <laughs> and it had an AC higher than 19. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> oh, that's mine. So, note to self, we, we need to find a way to surround them or draw them back to my us in the future. We cannot. Well, we were kind At of level two, here. hope to do them this. Yeah, it, it just don't work. We were bottled up here. I mean, Better attempting to get past it was probably the best move. Oh, it, it also well, had, too bad it failed. It, it had no opportunity attack. You guys wouldn't have anybody to know that, yeah. but it couldn't make opportunity attacks. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, and the cool thing is, is that. Your magic missiles, you could send them at multiple of them, just in case, God forbid, there's multiple of them still in. Don't give him ideas. <laughs> its challenge rating is zero. Wow. <laughs> well, it kicked the crap out of us. So it it really did. You know how that makes me feel? Do you know how that makes me feel? Pretty small. Standing here with four hit points. <laughs> Gets a challenge rating zero? You know, yeah. With one hit point? <laughs> that's, that's, that's weaker than a mouse. It also helps that most of our dice rolls for the night haven't been higher than six. You guys have been really very low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been. <laughs> Thank, goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness for Janie. So, so basically, there wasn't a way that any of us Knock were going wood. to attack it. Well, no, there was. You have to roll better. You'd have you to just roll had to hit higher AC. Exceptionally well. All you had like, to do was hit higher AC. You probably have to roll 15 or higher on the die to actually hit it. If you're if you're a cleric, you could have used you know um, uh, sacred flame. Yeah, so failed to save. Things that don't yeah. have it. Janie's fire like, spells. No literally, yeah, magic next, missiles going multiple, multiple guys. Like, like that's, yeah. anything, anything that does half damage okay. on a miss would have just pooped so. it. That's the end of Space Station Omega Part 1. Stay tuned for Space Station Omega Part 2. If you enjoyed this podcast please leave us a review anywhere this podcast can be found. Our social media links, plus additional content, can be found on our website at knightsofroleplay.com. Please tell your friends about Knights of Roleplay, an adventuring podcast, and spread the word through social media. Your help and support are greatly appreciated. <laughs>